Welcome to Time's Yours. I am Spike Eskin. I'm Chris Johnson. Lee Rustikoff. I promise you guys something. That within the next couple of weeks, this whole thing is going to move to more amusing. I, I was coming in today and I was thinking about last season where, and I think we've spoken about this the last couple of weeks, where Lee and I did a podcast last season right around when the Eagles were being really terrible and the podcast was like 10 minutes long because we had nothing to say because uh-huh. it was so bad. And uh, like that's how I felt coming in today. I just I didn't even know what to talk about. But I'm sure that this is the season's not going to turn around. But something has got to happen to make it. Um, I was hoping there would be something about Nick Foles to talk about, but there's not even like anything Foles related to say, is there, Lee? I mean, like I, I was pretty amused, honestly. Like, <laughs> first of all, first of all, so I had a group of like like eight people from out of town, like all like born and raised Philly. Philly people, all huge Eagles fans, and literally, it was one third. We forgot the game was on. Like, we didn't care. Right? <laughs> oh, so, so you're just no all hanging even, out. Yeah. Yeah, we were all just, and then we're like, oh, we should put on the game. And so we put on the game by one thirty. They're already down 7 nothing. They're so bad, and they, they don't care. They, no. they just don't care. No. And I, I mean, like, at that point, you see them not caring. How can you, as a fan, care? Yeah, I, I, I have, I'll be honest, the, the highlight for me was at, at, and I don't remember at what point in the game it was, but looking at the clock and seeing that it was 3.15 and that there wasn't that much game left and that it wasn't going to be one of those 1 o'clock games that ends at 4.15. It was going to be one of those right. 1 o'clock games that ends at 3.50 uh, because like everybody, the last quarter was just everybody trying to get the game over with, except for Andy Reid, who with <laughs> 1 minute and 40 seconds left was still trying to catch up and win the game, um, which is why Shady McCoy was still in there. Trying and, to win the game. Yeah. yeah. Trying to win the game. I, I got to say that assuming that Sheedy McCoy's head isn't scrambled for the rest of his life, hopefully, this is almost like maybe a blessing in disguise for Shady McCoy because maybe he just gets to sit out the rest of these games and not injure his knee and have anything even worse happen to him. I just wish he had broken his forearm instead. Right, yeah. exactly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, geez. I mean, it it is just... It, every week, I think, well, it can't like it can't get any worse than the week before. But somehow, the Eagles have managed to play um, the two worst defenses in the NFL, essentially, in New Orleans and the Redskins, and score a total of nineteen points. points yep. These teams are giving up an average of close to twenty-eight points. Her game. They are the two worst passing defenses in the NFL. These two teams have allowed in their uh, in their respective games, the Saints and the Redskins, thirty nine passing touchdowns, and the Eagles have managed in their two games against these teams one passing touchdown. <laughs> I, I don't. I I, just, I don't. Well, just how about the 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 secondary? Like how how bad is the secondary? Can, how bad's the whole team? Yeah, we can yeah. go position by position and talk about how let's bad. Do it. Let's do it. Yeah, you're let's right. Chris. I mean, like, go right now. Where where would you feel comfortable next year bringing back the guy that's there? Linebackers. Only- I guess I don't maybe yeah D'Amico Ryan's has got to hit it and the, the yeah. problem there is D'Amico Ryan's has got to hit like an age wall at some point I mean he's 31 no he's 28 29 something like that right um, and he yeah he's tried I guess I mean he's been fine they still need one more linebacker I guess or probably two they've more they've played but... the whole season with two so why yeah. not just keep going with two <laughs> it seems to work out for them um, well, let's start with the secondary. I mean, might as well go through everything bad. Uh-huh. It was f- two things on Namdi Asamoah here. Um, one thing is 
All right. I get that that was you were releasing him into Kurt Coleman's uh, coverage or whatever. But have you ever, in all of your years of watching football, seen that specific thing happen to one supposedly good <laughs> cornerback so many times in one year that somebody else was supposed even DRC who has who stopped playing after the fourth game of this season I have not seen that happen to him even once this year even once where he was supposed to like let it go what, like what what are the conversations between Namdi Asama and Kurt Coleman going like do they speak different languages are they like what I feel like the conversation is all right Kurt you, you make what $400,000, $800,000, I'm going to give you $2 million. Every time I get beat, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and if he's releasing him into, like, if he's releasing him, where, what is Namdi, like, where where on the sideline, like, where's the play that he's supposed to make? Like, as he's releasing this guy, I get that, but there's nobody else over there. There's nobody on his side left. Um, it, you know, it, I, I was telling Chris, when I went back to CBS3 last night, um, like after I was done work, I came back and did another thing. Irving Fryer was there and he was saying, he was talking about the Ray Rhodes year, you know, because he was here for that, the final Ray Rhodes year when they went to three and 13. Yeah. And he said he was watching Asama and he's like, what Asama do, was doing there. He said he didn't even, when he noticed that Coleman was there, he didn't even chase after him because he wanted everybody to know that ain't my guy. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, right, like right. this one's not my fault. And he's like, when you get when it gets this bad, that's what you start thinking about. Is like it, during the game, is like, what is this going to look like tomorrow? I don't want this to look this bad tomorrow. I'm not even. He said, there's no. When you watch that play, there's no possible way for Asamoa to like to to have been 20 yards away from that guy after he looks over and sees he releases him and then he looks over and he's like wait a minute there's nobody there i should right. chase after him or he was 5 yards him. off him before he released him yeah 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 that's the like, other Namdi thing namdi yeah. was only there if the guy decided Went to, to the, run to a the post. sideline yeah yeah oh, i'm sorry a, or uh, a corner out. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the secondary, obviously terrible. Um, and, and I, I don't even know, maybe he was trying to avoid him, but Dan McQuaid, uh, posted that, I don't know if you saw that gif he posted yesterday of DRC jumping over, um, uh, what's his name? RG3. There was a point where RG3, like, like, was he led running, with his head. Running, yeah, led him with his head, but le- leapt like five feet over him as if the, there was no way he was even going to... It was just so they're awful. Well, there was. Let's bring up another embarrassing um, (laughs) secondary play. Is the first touchdown of the game? Oh yeah, which looked exactly like the Saints game. Is that what it was? Yes. Where play action, guy splits off to the right, goes to the goes to the corner, and he's wide, wide open. Yeah, there's nobody there. Man, they love biting on run plays. They love it. At least we knew um, early on how bad it was going to be. Like when it went to interception and then touchdown, like real quick, we knew it was going to be bad after that. Um, Oh, and then the other secondary play is like, how does Santana Moss at at 600 (laughs) years old and and five foot nothing beat out two, um, a a cornerback and a a safety? It was was Coleman and DRC, was it? For that that fight, fought for that one ball. And then... That was Boykin. Boykin Boykin and and Coleman. And and then fought and then fought after he caught it to get that extra four yards and end up in the end zone. So that was embarrassing. Um, why don't we move to a defensive line, let's say. Um, well, they actually came close to RG3 a bunch of times. Didn't manage to really do no, too much. No, they put a hand on him a few times. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, RG3, by the way, continue. How, do you, how do you complete 14 of 15 passes? <laughs> how do you only throw one incompletion? Against this secondary. Uh, um, it helps when they're wide open most of the time. What else? Uh, the Dennis Kelly, uh, well, the offensive line is horrible. Um, the Dennis Kelly thing, uh, where him questioning Vic, uh, did you see that quote at the end of no. last week? Oh, you <laughs> missed this. So I'm on the air Friday night. And this is re- like just toward the end of my uh, air shift, like 930 or something. And some guy calls and says that he just went to his mailbox and got the latest episode, this issue of Sports Illustrated. And there was an article in SI that was not available online. Um, it was just in the article and it was called, Does Michael Vick Deserve This? Um, and I don't understand, uh, like I didn't even read the whole article. Um, right. I don't know the whole thing. But the quote was, it was after the Arizona game when, uh, where Vic got nailed and fumbled the ball um, it, like in the red zone. And Dennis Kelly, who, by the way, at that time was not even playing football. Like he was just on the team. Like he, he was a fifth round pick who, who couldn't, and by the way, couldn't get on the field until 700 offensive linemen either <laughs> failed or got hurt, said Peyton Manning would have seen that. Um, as a, and then he goes... Um. Uh. It's just something. What did he say? It's he just said he a, doesn't do a good job of reading coverage. Well, he said he, he said uh, he's never done a good. Yeah, job. he's never had to read defenses before. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, why is he even talking? Like, <laughs> like, and how are you throwing your quarterback under the bus after the fourth game of the season? Saying he can't read defenses. Like, do you, do you know how insulting, even if, even if, and like a couple of people that wanted to stand up for Ke- Kelly was like, well, he's right. It's like, that, that's not even the point. Right. Like, like really, well, the offensive line, what, did they never have to block anybody before? Is that what their uh, excuse is? Offensive line is really bad. Nick Foles, I don't know. I mean, he didn't look good. I mean, he, he I guess he didn't look terrible, but he didn't look good. He, he threw, didn't look good at all. He, he threw a lot of balls good. all over the yeah, place. Yeah. He's not good. <laughs> he's not good. He's he not going the season thinking Nick Foles is your quarterback. He's not. Like, I mean, like, you, look, it, it, I guess you have to give him a few more games. Yeah. But, but come on. I well, mean, I mean, look it, at like a guy like Andrew Luck who has bad games. You see flashes. There are no flashes with Nick Foles. Well, he he threw, gets rid of the ball quickly, and sometimes yeah. it's on target. But that's because he's a quarterback his whole life. <laughs> he knows how to throw the ball still. He's well, good. I mean, he runs a good screenplay. He does. Um, that, that there were two plays that like he checked off and threw the screen pretty nice. I don't know. It did take Tannehill, Luck, and even Whedon, like who is playing all right now. It like they all look pretty okay, terrible. Yeah, if you want to put them on Tannehill and Whedon's yeah. level, that's fine. Yeah. Those guys suck too. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way. There's no way he's like a franchise quarterback. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I get. It. You know what? I will. We'll say one thing. And I'm not. This isn't to pick on Nick Foles, but man, even at Michael Vick, at we, what would you say? He's probably seventy eight percent as fast as he used to be. Boy, is he so much faster than Nick Foles. I mean, yeah. I mean, boy, when you have... Because Foles sort, sort of, I guess, speed-wise, reminds me of like how Aikman used to be. Like, when he starts running, it, he looks like he's running in quicksand. I mean, he was running yesterday, and I was like, oh my God, he's so slow. Like, is that how slow actual regular quarterbacks are? This reminds me of when I used to play NCAA football on PlayStation. Yeah. And you'd have a, a really fast quarterback that you'd run options with and just run all over the place, yeah. and then he gets hurt, yeah, and you're yeah. stuck with a slow guy. You're like, 
like, I don't even want to play this season anymore. Yeah. I mean, boy, um, I don't know. Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin uh, combined for two Ooh. catches and five yards yesterday. It's not their fault they're not on the field. What's, yeah, that, that was amazing, too. Five wide. Yeah. not Your best three players on the sidelines. Well, I mean, Nick Foles is really used to Riley Cooper and Damaris Johnson. And Clay yeah, that's Herber. the package. That's the package that they run. And they, uh, what has happened to Brent Selleck? I mean, oh, man, he's terrible. Yeah. And even like the one that went off his hands, like it wasn't totally him. I mean, it wasn't a, a good pass, and he was sort of about to get crushed. He was well anyway. defensed. Yeah. But boy, what's happened to Brent Selleck? And he, he looks like punch drunk, doesn't yeah. he? Like, it just looks, you look at him and you just think, like, he's probably had like eight concussions they didn't call. I mean, Vic yeah. is having concussions they don't talk about. How many does Selleck have? Yeah, you know, that's a good point. Like, maybe Selleck is, because he legitimately seems like he cares, at least. But if right. we're going to judge people by their comments, it, I, I would guess that Brent Selleck cares, but maybe he's toast. You know, like, yeah. maybe he's a guy who's just had. It's, because remember, I mean. Like his bet, he gets crushed over the middle, yeah, and just gets up or drags people. Like there's only so much that the the human body can withstand of that, you know, without it it starting to have. What is it? This is sixth season in he's the NFL. 2007, he started. Yeah. So yep. yeah. So he's um, and this year has been particular particularly boring. Uh, not boring. Um, hurt. Boring. Boring works. Yeah. yeah. Boring works. I mean, he's <laughs> brutal. Brutal. He's every single game he gets hit so yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Does anybody it, uh, else well, suck? Are, uh, well, Bobby April. I mean, I mean, hey, bro. At, now that we've had the don't uh, don't catch the ball inside your five discussion on a punt, maybe we should have the how many guys are allowed to play discussion. You know, um, maybe just because you suck doesn't mean you're allowed to have 12 guys on the field. I mean, it's, everybody sucks. Alex Henry, I mean, he gets a, we give him a. Yeah, two 40 yard field goals. Pat on the butt, you know, tied the NFL record for consecutive field goals for the second year in a row. RG3 looked like McNabb against the Redskins years ago. Uh, McNabb against any other team years ago where he could scramble out of there, complete passes. Um, and I know you guys may have some comments about McNabb completing passes, but it seemed like payback for all those years that McNabb had against the NFC East where he just got yeah. away from every single play. Yeah, he actually sort of reminds me of a more compact Randall Cunningham a little bit more yeah. than, uh, than McNabb. Um, but yes, that's sort of, I mean, he's. I don't know how long he's going to be good for or what his ceiling is, but he looks awfully good. Um, I mean, the only thing you you hope as an Eagles fan is like you look at like Cam Newton and you hope that he has a sophomore slump and that somehow people figure him out. But right now he looks, yeah, he looks fantastic. Well, and Cam Newton is not an accurate thrower. I mean, that's right. one thing that uh, that I, it looks like Griffin has over Cam Newton is that like Cam Newton, I, I think was doing more with his legs last year, you know, uh, mm-hmm. than than uh, Griffin is this year, or, or not doing nearly, not having to do as much throwing the ball. Um, and then, uh, what else? Oh, uh, well, you know, what's funny is I was, I had a, uh, uh, a Redskins blogger guy on Friday night and he was saying that, that, that he is not like Redskins fans do not seem optimistic at all because of Snyder. Like they seem beaten down, but he said, he said he was watching the Eagles uh, team being built the last two years, like laughing his ass off. Like, like knowing that this is a, that what the Eagles have done the last two years is exactly what the Redskins have tried for the last decade. Um, and hasn't worked by adding all of these big name guys um, at the same time and it not working. 
So he's like, he's like, oh, this will be fun for you guys for the next few years. He's like, <laughs> enjoy this. But he yeah, didn't. I forget who it was. Maybe it was Seth Joyner or someone who was saying that like that he was surprised that the Eagles aren't playing harder for Andy Reid because of his son and all that. And I was saying, like, that's the like none of these guys are Andy Reid's guys anymore. No, Think about no. it. Like Mm-mm. none of them, and it's because of how bad the draft's been. Yeah, and they've had to go out and reach out for free agents and. You know, these guys, you know, they might like Andy Reid, but they're not going to put their careers on the line for him. He didn't do anything for them. I feel bad. I feel genuinely bad for Andy Reid now. I, I just, like, I know most people don't, but I just, like, he's, he's like, you know he wants to just not do it anymore, but he can't quit. And, right. it, like, he, you know, like, because, A, it's not in his nature. B, he's got $5 million coming to him next year in case he wants to take the year off after he gets fired after the year. Like, he can't quit. And uh, it's just all the, uh, I don't know. I just, is there any, there's no way, well, there's no way, A, he finishes the season, I don't think. But there, could Howie Roseman possibly be back next year? Like, it not as a general manager, right? Like maybe as a general manager, if if there's a president like that actually makes the decisions, and Howie Roseman just becomes like what's his name, Heckert, who didn't do anything. That's my biggest fear: is that the Eagles somehow pass all these bad drafts and decisions off on Reed and, and say, "Oh, look, he was always in charge of the football decisions; he had final say." So it wasn't really Howie's fault, and they bring him back as like the football guy. And I don't, I don't understand. But how that he's doesn't help anything. As a yeah. football guy, he's, you yeah. know, he's he doesn't know anything about football. Yeah, yeah which <laughs> but, is the biggest problem with Howard right. Roseman. And L- Laurie has to understand it's not about making excuses anymore. He, uh, yeah, I, he he's got to see whether or not the draft was on Reed or Roseman or whoever. But he's got to see that Roseman doesn't doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, doesn't know anything yeah. about football. It doesn't seem like. Um, I I don't mind if he's still there. I mean, I'm sure he's good at some things, but right. he 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 can't be making dread. Like I, I'm all for stats. I'm all for stats and analysis, a hundred percent. But like when you're looking at football players in the draft, you have to have like one thing he doesn't have is a football like background. You have to have been watching football for a long time, like a really long time, right? I mean, like when you're watching the draft, you have to actually look at the players and yeah. go, oh, he's really good at football, or oh, I think we look at him as this little guy who's you know, hasn't played football and think of him as, I don't even think he's a stat guy. I think he's just, he's supposed to be a, he's supposed to be their football guy. He's supposed to know these players inside and out. He's the one who goes out and scouts them. I don't even think he's like a saber, like new school guy. I think he's in, they, they just, he just, you know, they come to rely on him as their, as their guy who knows these players the best. And what we've found out, it seems if, if that's the way it works, it's, I don't know why it's always been a secret with how it works, but if that's the way it works, he certainly doesn't know them very well. Yeah, no, he sucks. I mean, yeah. like, he's dumb. I mean, like, there's... I, you can't... not. He's not dumb. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm losing my mind here. But, like, <laughs> you, you can't miss on so many first and second round picks and, right. and still know what you're talking about. I it, Like, there's... No, like, high draft picks missing... And a second round pick in the NFL is, like, legit... You're supposed to get legit players there. Like, yeah. starters in the second round. Um, how bad... How bad must Jaquan Jarrett be to not be able to make the team? Like not how make bad? any team? You yeah. can't make any yeah. team. Yeah. How bad must Brian Roll be? Like right. Mike Kafka? Like how bad must Mike Kafka? Can't make be? any team. No, not even as a third. Like not even pr- practice, not practice squad. squad. Yeah, special teams. Like, and that's another. Not thing. even be brought back on the Eagles practice squad. Well, the special teams as well. Like 
all all you have to do to be good at special teams is want to play special teams. Like right. really, like you know, they're, they're not even drafting like good you know character guys or something. Because they should put Babin on special teams if he's so fast. Then get him down the field. They yeah, should. Love to they gotta that. cut him. I nothing would make me happier than cutting Babin. And I. I Putting him on special teams might make me happy. <laughs> yeah. See that yeah. of him not running down the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Put them all on special teams. Yeah. Put Cole Anderson on the field during regular plays. Yeah, please have him watch. Have him wide. And receiver. just tell him don't bite on the run. Uh, just stay back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they just have everybody play their actual position. Don't bite on anything. Well, and yesterday was one of the days that that you needed the the defensive ends to stay outside, knowing what what RG three was going to do. Speaking and, of and which, all they do is run seven yards up the field. Try to spin around a little bit and try and go back at RG three, who's already long gone. Here's another thing with you being okay with the linebackers. Speaking of keeping contained, like what was Michael Kendricks doing on that the, the RG three run where he ran like yeah. he RG three was going to the outside and Kendricks like like tried to take like an inside route on him, like giving him the whole like I don't even know if Kendricks yeah he's a rookie he doesn't know what he's knows. doing yet <laughs> he knows how to play football right I mean. We talk about what a great coach Juan Castillo is. <laughs> yeah, literally that that defense did not look this bad when he was coaching it. Well, it, it was little. It was almost like flipping a switch. It was they didn't play. They, look, they weren't good, but they were not this bad. They haven't had an interception since. They were not this bad. I mean, like they are demonstrably worse with with bowls. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. That could have happened anyway. I mean, that's it's I all. I mean, whatever. I, I look. I'm the, not look. I'm no Juan Castillo fan. You know that. But I, <laughs> I I have a newfound respect for him after seeing how bad they are without him. He looks like the best coach on the field on on the team. Well, I mean, he coached the offensive line well and the defense right. well. Man, this offensive line is so bad. Every other Next play, they coach. were getting a penalty. Next head coach. Yeah, I mean, I don't Every even know. other play. I don't even know whether. I mean, they started a guy who they signed on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, I mean, this is this is just the worst thing. ever. And your only job should be to learn the snap count and to block somebody in front of you. And he couldn't do either. Yeah, well, he wasn't on an NFL team. Learn a snap count again. He's played football for his whole life. Yeah. On three, one, two. Oh, oh, nope. That's on two. But you're. I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, it's a rookie quarterback. And, him, yeah, yeah. He hasn't yeah, been on Danny the team. Watkins. I don't believe he's hurt. I just, All right, no. so it's not Jake Scott's fault. Yeah, is that what Danny, we're saying? Yeah, oh, you don't believe yeah. you don't believe Danny Watkins has a chronic ankle injury that we've never no, heard of before. Yeah, I think uh, the fireman just can't play either. Has another high pick gone. Well, you know what he is. I mean, he's Sean Bradley. I mean, he's one hundred percent Sean Bradley. Just no real injury. He doesn't like football. He didn't play like he was. It's a hundred percent Sean Bradley. He just if you are good at football. And and like and you're you can get this payday. Why not come and play football? I mean, you know, of course, if you're going to go and make a couple of million dollars for a couple of years, go and play football. That's that's all he's doing. He's taking care of his family. This just this is just the worst. And it's there's six more weeks. I, I, I honestly like I was sort of again. I had people over and they're all like like it was them and their wives. And the wives were getting really upset. I'm like, guys, this is not. Yeah, you're rooting for the wrong team at this point. It's draft pick. You got to root for your draft pick right now. This was the week for me, you know. And I obviously I sound like a hater, but this is the week I stopped rooting for the Eagles. Like I, yeah. there was there was no reason to anymore. No, I don't think anybody. Like it, it's funny when. Uh, so all I'd, I've done for the last six weeks is make fun of the Eagles on Twitter during the Eagles games, and it started off as like when I would do that, I would get like 
you know, 60% people like thinking it's funny and 40% like like those angry Eagles fans, like just with their, their venom toward me. Right. Yesterday, there was no venom. There was one guy that when, uh, after falls through his second interception, I said, oh, did Selleck tip that one too? And he's <laughs> like, he's like, you're giving up on this rookie after the only, and I was like, well, I'm not giving up on him, bro. I'm just like, you know, that was awful. He's like, well, you got to give him, so I just blocked him. I was like, all right, you're the one guy left who still <laughs> gets mad at this. Like, I didn't even, I, like, I, I really saw people either laughing or, like, nobody cares anymore. I it's mean, not fun anymore. No, there's nothing fun about it. Is there any way that, like, like I, there's no way that Reed gets, I mean, there's no way that this ends with him before, like, week 12 or 13, right? Or after the next couple of weeks. I mean, You think he's not, leaving before the end of the season? Yeah. When, when they're mathematically eliminated, I don't think he'll, he'll coach the last couple of games. How about Cleveland almost? Uh, beat Dallas yesterday, That's which would have been awful. Cleveland's like this. Uh, Cleveland's like this team that almost wins every game now because they don't have any talent, but at least they play hard. Um, Lee, does I mean, does he, he? There's no way he could go this week, right? Who? I don't know. I I think I still think because of pride. I think he's going. I don't think Jeffrey Lurie will fire him midseason. I just don't think. I think, and I don't think Andy will quit because. I just don't think that's the kind of guy Andy is. I think he finishes through what he's finishing. I mean, and to the point, to that point, like I feel like if there was quitting him, you would hear something in his press conferences about the ridiculous lack of effort, even though he's still defending every single one of these guys. Like they're trying too hard. Run. Yeah, they're trying yeah, too they're hard. Trying too hard. That was a good one. <laughs> Is there any no, chance they that are. how are they trying too hard? <laughs> I mean, it is pure comedy that they're obviously not trying, and he's saying they're trying too hard. I think he like yeah, he probably like talked to Derek Boyko before he's going out. Wait to hear this one. I'm going to pull out. <laughs> I'm going to say they're trying. They're actually executing too well. Right, right. I mean, how they're ugly? So quick. They're. They're, they're getting there before we think they are. So yeah. by the time we need them there, they're gone. <laughs> How ugly. Let me ask you this. Like, is the Monday night game against Carolina, which which it cannot be flexed. They can't flex Monday night games. So it is going to happen, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Is the game going to be ugly in that it's going to be vicious, the crowd, or is it going to be like, like a, only like 70% full and like full of like... Like kids and women and people that never like get to go to games. games. Yeah, like a preseason game. Which one is it going to be? Lisa? Oh, I think it's. I think it's going to be the the second one. I don't think people care enough to get angry anymore. I, maybe I'm reading it wrong because I obviously like everyone's fed up. But I don't think they're going to go and spend all their time just to like spit venom. I, I don't. I don't see it. Tickets are pretty cheap on StubHub. There were upper level everyone's tickets for exhausted. like twenty six bucks yesterday. I've n- I haven't seen that in forever. Chris, what do you think? I think it'll be 75% full, Yeah, but half of the people there will be so angry and try all these signs that they're not going to be able to get in yeah. and just boo and make it audible on Monday Night Football, which is then followed up, I believe, by a Sunday Night Football game yeah. against the Cowboys, De- which, which they can be flex. flexed, they but I don't though. think it will be. Yeah, they won't flex Dallas, at a, especially with Dallas like actually having a chance at the division right, now. Right. Um, is, is there any chance that... They announce that Andy Reid will not be back next year, but they're going to let him finish this season? No, I don't think so. I mean, they sort of did that with, I mean, everybody knew about Ray Rhodes, but I don't, right. did they even, I don't think they announced it, did they? I don't know. Um, I, I don't, I don't think so, but everybody knew about, it. Ray Rhodes already had his next job before the season was over. Like everybody sort of knew what was going on. 
Do you think Sign Man will call Angelo on Tuesday morning, pissed off that he didn't get his Andy Reid as a cocksucker <laughs> sign up on Monday night, or you know, or, you know? I I listen to that. Yeah, there's no question that happens. Yeah, yeah. everyone's calling in to Angelo. Angelo's going to go find some people. He's yeah, gonna wait outside to see somebody come back. <laughs> Angelo, they wouldn't Welcome. let me get this. Fuck this shit. Get him out of here. Sign. Yeah. Instead, they should just bring the sign and put it down here on Market Street, so yeah. just so Angelo can see it. <laughs> you know what the Eagles should do? They should do like Eminem and Eight Mile and put up their own Fire Andy signs, like on Monday night, so they can't. There's nothing they could. There's you know. There's nothing Eagles fans could do. Uh, are they going to beat? Well, I just want to get this over with. So, do we have time to talk about Andrew Bynum's bowling? Because I want oh, to do man. that. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do predictions first. It's only three steps. Okay. Different. All right. Quick, <laughs> Lee. Do the Eagles beat the Panthers? No. Okay. <laughs> Does Andy Reid finish the season as head coach? Yes. Okay, Chris. Andy Reid is going to make Ron Rivera look like a genius this week. Oh, really? Yeah, so they're going to get killed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, wait, real quick. Does uh, Michael Lee, before I ask Chris, does Michael Vick take another snap in an Eagles uniform? Oh, I don't think so. No. I, I'm starting to question whether he takes another snap at all, ever. Yeah, God, actually. I, if I were Michael Vick, I would not. Like I, These these concussions, Like I think it's a big deal. Like, he's not seeing. Like he, yeah. he, uh, You know, I'm starting to see more of what the problem is with Vick since that, you know, 2010, like, I think, more, like, you know, more of it's mental and just, he's like, we were talking about Selleck being punch drunk. I think Vic's not all there, and I yeah. think he's just, like, he's just been hit too many times. Well, and he takes harder hits than Selleck, and he's half the yeah. size, you know? Yeah. I mean, getting blindsided like that. Um, actually, the, the Bavada odds came out last week about what team he'd be on next year, and that most likely was Buffalo, I think at like five to two or something. But the second most likely is that he's not on an NFL roster. And then there are the the other four teams. Right. Um, like I think it was a twenty one percent chance he's on Buffalo and nineteen and a half percent chance that he's not on an NFL roster. For his sake, I just hope. I mean, uh, he probably needs to play. He probably needs the money. And he's probably yeah. going to be on Buffalo. But I think it's going to be a sad ending. Yeah, I if I were him, just go be be like AJ Feely, man. Go be a backup somewhere. Like yeah. I would rather if I, if I'm him. I'd rather take backup money for the next five years than starter money for the next one. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. It, um, uh, okay, so Chris says, uh, does Michael Vick take another snap in the Eagles uniform? No. And I think coming out of the second half next week, you see Trent Edwards as your quarterback. I I I don't not unless unless you, we saying are you just being the Trent Edwards guy? Are you saying Nick Foles <laughs> is going to get hurt or what are you doing? No, even like if they're down. If they're down 20 points going into the half on to, Monday. To what why, end? Because Andy Reid's still trying to win? Yes. Because really? not mathematically eliminated. There is no way. <laughs> and he doesn't want to hurt Nick Foles. Aside from injury, that Trent yeah. Edwards will take a snap. Let's protect our franchise than yeah. Nick Foles. <laughs> they got to see if Foles can play. They have no other he option. Can. You just move, you just, you can. turn that switch over there. I don't know if that means anything. Oh, I don't think it does. I think we're okay. I didn't I didn't press the button. Okay. I didn't press the take button, so I think we're good. Um... Yeah, I, you're just dying to see Trent Edwards. Is Deion Lewis going to line up too? Deion Lewis apparently made a good block on one of the special on the special teams play yesterday. Was he active? I was yes, so sir. excited for you to see all that Riley Cooper love. Yeah, right, he, Riley Cooper was getting thrown out a lot. Hey, he had uh, plays called for him. He had that screenplay called yeah. for him. Hey, does Vinny Curry suck or is he dumb or like how does he not get activated? Um, he was drafted by this team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be like he's going to be cut next year. <laughs> Um, Spike, Michael Vick? 
Uh, still yeah. believer. Um, that he'll get, well, still believer. <laughs> I, what are you talking about? Um, I can't imagine he takes another snap. I, I, I can't even imagine he suits up again. Um, I, I don't even think he'll wear the uniform again. And I think they're going to lose to Carolina. Uh, they have to lose to Carolina. At least showed yesterday that they have some kind of fight left in them. Um, yeah. yeah, boy, they the Eagles suck. Holy cow! Um, all right, so Andrew Bynum. So I, I have to tell you, this is I. I think I'll look back on this as the great missed opportunity of my uh, journalistic career. As I'm, I'm on the again. I'm on the air Friday night, and the news breaks about Bynum like hurting the other knee, and I'm like, oh my god! So I get a text message about eight thirty, and I've luckily I've been. What I've learned about being doing my job is that players want things to get out. Like they just right. like players. The two th- people that leak things to the press most are agents and players. Like that is that is where this stuff comes from. So I get a text message, not from a player, I'll make that clear, but from a, I have a few player sources, let's put it that way. Things that like, guys that like players go to when they want to get things out. I get a text message while I'm on the air, Friday night, Bynum hurt his knee bowling. So I'm like, I look at it and I text him back and I'm like, how sure are you? He's like, high, high level of probability that this happened. And I was like, how do you know? And he was like, he said it. Andrew Bynum said it, that he hurt his knee bowling. And I was like, to whom? And he's like, to this other player, I was there. He said it, that he hurt his knee bowling. So so I text our boss here at WIP, and I'm like, Bynum hurt his knee bowling. I'm working on getting some kind of a second source here. Like, I, I, I can't, like, it was, he was so sure of it, but it was so unbelievable to me that I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I, I just, I needed somebody else to tell, like, I couldn't do it. So I tell my Liberty Ballers guy, I was like, I'm working on this. And like, I tell Sludge here Mm -hmm. at WIP and he leaves and I'm working on, and I just, my two other player guys, nobody else had heard it. So there was nothing I could do. Um, I, I just, I wasn't confident. So Saturday night, I'm about to go to bed and I take a look at Twitter and all I see is Mike Levin from Liberty Ballers go, well, Spike told me about the bowling thing last night. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? And there's Chris Broussard and, and uh, Brian Windorst saying that multiple sources are saying that Andrew Bynum hurt his knee bowling. I, like, I was so mad. Like, like this could have been my claim to fame is that I had this stupid thing. Um, well, but who's going to believe that? I mean, you right. could, you couldn't believe it. It's, it's no, so yeah, it unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. It sounds like a joke. Well, and clearly they have more guys. Like, they can yeah. just text players. Um, and, and then I, I asked the Sixers for comment on Sunday morning. Well, I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about this. But, like, they weren't getting back to anybody. Um, Adam Aaron was the only person not on Twitter Saturday night, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing when he finds uh, he finds time to not, to not be able to yeah. check Twitter. <laughs> And like, so the, here's what's most unbelievable about, well, I don't even know if anything's most unbelievable about this. First of all, that Andrew Bynum is dumb enough, like to, I was talking at CBS3 yesterday about this. Like, I was like, well, what is Andrew Bynum's thought process when somebody goes, hey, do you want to go bowling? And their point was, he didn't even think twice about it. Like, right. he, he didn't even, right? I mean, he doesn't no, even contemplate. So he didn't even think about it. Yeah. And then. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Uh, so. Here's, you can tell from his quotes. He's like, ah, who would have thought I could hurt anything bowling? Yeah, like any, like 
anyone who's ever been bowling knows, like, it puts pressure on your knees and your hip and your back. Like, that's the only thing that it puts pressure on. Like, like no, if you're old, can you bowl? Sure, you absolutely. But if you haven't even had one practice with your team yet because your knees are so bad that you're not even allowed to run. He's not even. Allowed, he's not even allowed to run. So, that, so first thing that's unbelievable is they even decides to go bowling. Second thing that's unbelievable is that, well, and, and that should have even pointed that the Sixers are now pissed off at him. Is that they sent him out to tell the press that he hurt his other knee right. on Friday night? Oh no, we're not telling anybody. <laughs> you go tell everybody. He was asked point blank on Friday, "How did you hurt the knee?" He says, "I don't know, just doing regular stuff," which. <laughs> Which there's only it's probably the honest answer. That's yeah, doing regular stuff. He probably, probably bowls all the time. Yeah. yeah, so it's either a he like he didn't even think to think that the bowling was a big deal, or b he was blatantly lying. And then here's the other thing that like just points to the Sixers have no idea how to handle this is that like he it happened not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before. So he hurt his other knee the Saturday before. They sent out an, an explicit timeline and press release with Andrew Bynum's injury two days after that and did not mention that he hurt his other knee and did not mention this incident at all, which either indicates that nobody's talking to Andrew Bynum, so it's Chase Utley land, or they're just blatantly ignoring yeah, that it even happened, or incompetent, too. Yeah. Where yeah. could he have been bowling that nobody saw him bowling? I believe he bowls in Maniunk regularly. And nobody's even said anything about it. Like, really? Yeah. I, and nobody would say, and nobody even afterwards is like, oh yeah, I saw him at the bowling alley. I did. Friday night, I was so desperately trying to find a way to confirm this it, that I was searching Twitter for Andrew Bynum bowl, Andrew Bynum bowling, like to try to find a picture of him somewhere. Right. Um, I don't. Maybe they give him a, a lane off to the side. You know, like maybe there's like at North Bowl. Maybe Do you think a, one of the players has a bowling alley in their house? It's possible. I guess that he goes to. At Jimmy, maybe Jimmy Rollins must have a hookup somewhere. He does that bowling thing every year, right? Do you think it's because he wasn't wearing the bowling shoes? <laughs> it's possible too. Maybe. Yeah, because that allows like yeah, the, the sliding. Yeah. Uh, I just wish the Sixers need to decide that they need to do one of two things here. Is either they have to be like the Flyers and just blatantly out and out lie and just and and we don't know about what happened until afterwards, you know? Like they say, Oh, he's got a shoulder injury and then like right. like two weeks after the surgery we found out he had ankle surgery. They need to blatantly lie or just come clean about everything. This is just so the que- so here's my question to everybody. Let's say two different scenarios. Andrew Bynum does not play this year at all. Which is would you say Forty percent likely, thirty percent. Yeah, at least at least forty. I would say at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's we're getting December. He's got a new knee injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if he doesn't play, and the Sixers, like, let's say he doesn't play, but he says he's feeling great in the off season, ready for a contract. You're the Sixers. What do you do? Uh, is you can't give him a max contract. You can't. You can't. No, can you? I I can't. I I mean I've been we've been down Jeff Rulin land. Like I I can't. There's no way. A big center with two bad knees now. I, there's I I'm not putting that all that money in, into Andrew Bynum now. What How many contracts did the Blazers give Greg Oden? 
Well, they just gave him a new one, didn't they? Uh, I mean, like, like n- earlier in the season. Yeah, no, last season, but they gave right. him one year. Like they just oh, extended yeah. him one year. He never got like, he never. He only played. He was only in the league for four years. So like, right. it was a three-year rookie deal, and then like they 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 just took their option on him, and then they gave him a free agent tender. So like, like they didn't do anything that they couldn't right off you know what i mean like like i I don't that that wasn't they never assigned him to a max deal after while a restricted free agent so okay so and then chris it'll be your turn so okay lee let's say i imagine my guess is that he because he says he could play on it um oh one other quote he was like if i hurt at bowling imagine how much i could hurt at dunking a ball it's like well (laughs) i know dick well then don't bowl (laughs) um uh that's that's why they tell you you're not allowed to do anything. He's going to play the last 20 games of the season and the first round of the playoffs, which they lose. Then what do you do? I mean, then it, I guess it all depends on the, what happens in those 20 games. I mean, how he looks. Yeah. I mean, I, the problem, right, I mean, you're desperate for a big man, and there aren't that many of them. So, like, you... you, you Forget about know. the fact that you're desperate for a big man. You are desperate for a good player because right. without... Andrew Bynum, this roster has nothing but Drew Holiday, who is a good a, a good player, but that's all. You know, he's not Kyrie Irving or um, or Rajon Rondo or you know what I mean. Like he's yeah. a step right below that. So you have a roster essentially next year, like Wright's off the team, Nick Young's off the team. So your roster is Thad Young, Drew Holiday, Evan Turner, Thad Young, yeah, <laughs> Drew Holiday, Evan Turner. Kwame Brown and Spencer Hawes. Like that's basically who you have. So you got n- nothing. Like n- nothing to attract anybody. Uh Chris, if if uh Andrew Bynum doesn't play, but says he's perfectly healthy in the offseason, what would you do? You can't sign him if he doesn't play. Do you think and, they and, will? Uh no, I don't think they will. How many other how many other franchise free agents are out there? Chris Paul, who else? Chris Paul, Dwight Howard, uh, Josh Smith is not a franchise free agent, but he will get max money from. Somewhere. I think they take a run at somebody who who can play. I think. Well, Dwight, if, if this was if this and I don't look, I don't think they're going to get Dwight Howard. Yeah. But if this was Bynum's first knee injury, then yes, they, they probably max him out. But knowing that he hasn't played a full season yet, and he's always it, like this is how many knee injuries for him. I don't think they do it. I think. I think. Actually, as as bad as they've managed this whole situation, I think they're smarter than that. So here's the nightmare, though. Here's the problem. Okay, so the two marquee free agents are Dwight Howard, who will mm-hmm. only go to Brooklyn or the Lakers, and I actually sort of believe he's going to go to Brooklyn. Do uh, they have enough money? They'll find a way. If they trade Chris Humphreys, like, they will... Look, if you can trade Joe Johnson's contract, you can trade anybody's contract. They will find, if they need to, they'll find a way. But they can't do it until January, uh, okay. like, you know, because they, they sign Lopez. They'll find a way. Um, especially if he says he's not going anywhere else. You know, if you're the Lakers, mm-hmm. you can find a way to get money off the books. Maybe you, you know, find a way to get Gasol off the books, too. Um, so he'll go to Brooklyn or the Lakers or Dallas. Dallas will have room, too. Um, Chris Paul will only go somewhere, even if he decides to leave the Clippers, which they're really good, and there's yeah. no way he's leaving the Clippers. But even if you decide to, you're Chris Paul, you decide to leave the Clippers, like, there's zero attractive to you about the Sixers, because the only other player that they have that's worth a damn is the point guard. Right. So, he's not coming here. So, the two scenarios, if you don't sign Andrew Bynum, here are the two basic scenarios. Either you sign Josh Smith to a max deal, 
and become the Atlanta Hawks of the last 10 years. Base, almost exactly, actually. Yeah, no, yep. Mm-hmm. Or you just decide to su- trade, get rid of, okay, you let Bynum walk, you trade Thad for an expiring, so you get his number off the, the books for the next three years, and you just kind of live with what you have and suck and get a draft pick. But this ownership, there's just no way, right? I mean, right. there's no way they'll do that. So I, I honestly think it's more likely that they spend, not even if they don't spend money on Bynum, they spend bad money on a, a like a sort of good players um, to create this 50-win team, I think. I, I mean, they... they... This is they bad bought, news. They bet it so is. Much, they bet on Bynum, and so far it's not looking good, right? I mean, they, they took this risk. They, everyone knew about Bynum's knees, and yeah. everyone knew that the contract was coming up, and this was the risk <laughs> they were willing to take and the risk everyone thought they had to take. Yeah, I, and I don't... If, as long as... like This is the, the point at which I, I, I peel from my father on this, who insists that they, they traded for Bynum... Uh, knowing that he wasn't going to play just to sell some season tickets. I, like, I just don't think they're that stupid or short-sighted. I mean, that's a pretty short-sighted view. to see, You know what I mean? To sell tickets for half a season. You look right. at the, the, the venue now, like, like <laughs> they're not selling any tickets now. They announced 15,000 last night. It was not 15,000. The Detroit game, I bet there weren't 8,000 people in there. I was there for that game. Um, I still think it was the right thing to do. Um, but in that within that same thought it was the right thing to do but if Bynum walks away and he never plays here it's a disaster like cuz not only have you given up Iguodala that's fine whatever but you've also given away your first round bet draft pick last year your first round draft pick this year and your first round draft pick uh in 2 years because you've already given away your first round draft pick next year for Ar- Arnett Moultrie so so you don't have first round draft picks for the next two years. Um, you you don't have Mo Harkless, who was your first round draft pick this year, and you don't have Nick Vucevic, uh, who is actually playing pretty decently. Yeah, he's killing it um, from last year. Like you are in a world of hurt because if all you wanted to do was get rid of Andre Iguodala, you could have traded Iguodala for expiring contracts and not having to give up first round draft picks to get it. You know, somebody right. would have given you. Is it a bad max contract? If you know that Bynum is only going to play thirty-five games in the playoffs every 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 year of those five, six, seven years, yeah, I think so because he's not he's not good enough. He's not LeBron, you know. Like he's not a guy who's going to lead you to a championship in those years. He's he's good, but I don't think he can sing. You know, he's not that dominant. He's not single-handedly like people who say Andrew Bynum is like close to Dwight Howard are are bonkers. I think like Dwight Howard is like a transcendent player you know his post moves might not be as good but that's a a pretty short-sighted you know look at basketball to say because you know one's post moves or you know the way that Dwight Howard changes a game offensively I mean that one year when Orlando went to the finals Mm -hmm. you saw the attention that Dwight Howard gets you know and the open shot Andrew Bynum's never done that in his career ever 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 well that's obviously what they were hoping for this year with with these spot-up shooters so uh, one more Sixers question. Yeah. If they announce that Bynum's coming back at some point in the season, whether it be January, February, March, whatever, yeah. and it's an away game, yeah. will you hold a party at North Pole? Like, because since your end of lockout party was such a, such a success, Ooh, I I sort of have to, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be at North Pole, right? Or Lucky yeah. Strike. Or, yeah, yeah. Or 
I'd, I'd almost rather do it at some like hilarious like Delco bowling alley or something. <laughs> That's fine. It's closer to me. Yeah, there's actually there's one in Springfield, Sproul Sproul Lanes. Maybe I'll, I'll do it there on on three twenty there. <laughs> Yeah, that's a I, must. Yeah, because North Bowl, like I'm, you know, I'm over the North Bowl thing. I mean, it's a cool place and all, but it's harder to get people to come into the city than it is to get. Well, and by that time, it'll probably come out what bowling alley he was at. So then, that's Have a, that's that a go to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get some well, lanes how, reserved. How interesting has Philly sports become in like the last two years? Like th- three years ago, we were in a spot where you thought every team was on the rise. Yeah. Now you think about the Sixers and what you just said. You just depressed the the, the life out of me. Like I. I'm completely deflated. The Flyers aren't even playing. The Phillies are basically putting nine guys out there who will be dead next year. They're that old. And, and the Eagles don't have a player that, that you want to bring back next year. But here's So I was trying to go through the timeline the other night. It all started when Utley didn't, didn't play during spring right. training. So from that point on, we got Utley didn't come back. Ryan Howard had part of his muscle removed because of an infection. Um, Cliff, uh, Roy Halladay, injured list. Yeah. Cliff Lee, injured list, and winless streak. Um, then we had Jason Peters uh, blow two Achilles. Um, Jason Kelsey, um, Todd Harriman. Todd Harriman's. Um, uh, what else am I thinking about here? Uh, of of course, just the uh, Michael Vick. By the way, Vick, injures yeah. his wrist in the first game of the preseason uh, by hitting his right. hand on the helmet of his own player. Um, I forgot about doesn't that. play during the preseason. <laughs> yeah, throws wait, turns the ball over a record number of times. By the way, um, then before this, by the way, we have the Andrew Bynum press conference to be followed very quickly by the fact that Andrew Bynum has not even had a practice for the Sixers yet. Um, to be followed by the bowling incident, uh, and then Michael Vick's concussion, Lashawn McCoy's concussion, um, all started that that and is no the point. NHL. No, oh, NHL. no NHL. And then on top of that, here's a nice little depressing fact to think about real quickly. There is an enti- a total possibility, even though I don't think it's likely. Okay, so the Eagles. Uh, t- tell me the Eagle. The Eagles script from 2011 was start out really bad, right? Go on a run toward the end of the year and yep. finish 500, right? With yep. a bunch of free agents that weren't homegrown players. Okay. Yep. So the Phillies last year. Fell into a massive hole, had a second half run to finish 500, are looking to fill holes with free agents, perhaps a couple of big name free agents. And when you look at their roster, all of a sudden, we've got Roy Halladay, not from here, Cliff Lee's, not from here. Um, uh, like who, I, I, if it's Josh Hamilton and BJ Upton, not from here, not from here. Jonathan Bappelbon, not from here. Like, like, all of a sudden, man, like there's an entire possibility, I think, that next year's Philly season, it could be good. It could certainly be good. But could it fall off a cliff? Oh, definitely. A hundred percent. It's a little different than football, obviously. And yeah. Because, you know, you're, but because, you know, you're not as, it's not about as emotional, about skill, but like just the fact that all those guys are, are all aging, you know, everyone you name, and, Questioning the manager, just yeah. like questioning the co- like. Uh, general- Can you imagine if they had gotten rid of Cole Hamels? Oh my God! Well, I'm they, yeah. At least they wouldn't have twenty five million tied up in somebody. But I yeah. But they'd have nobody. Yeah. Because you know, like, yeah. how many games are Utley and Howard going to play this year? 
I think Howard will be all right. Utley, I don't know. I have no idea. Howard, I guess, I, I'm, uh, I guess we'll play, but who knows what he even is anymore. Right. Cliff Lee will be fine. He's left-handed, and he play, he actually looked, I mean, when the advanced metrics say he pitched yeah, great last Yeah, he pitched well. Yeah, yeah, but Roy Halladay's cooked. I mean, he's he cooked. Looked it. Yeah. yeah. Looked at, the whole season, he looked cooked. Yeah, he needs to he somehow reinvent again himself. So, I mean, look, you don't put it beyond him, but... It's certainly as likely that we'll see a similar Roy Halladay that we did last year than we'll see a better one this year. I mean, like we, you hope that he's better and that it was all that injury and he figures out a way to work it out and be better. But he looks cooked. He certainly. I mean, just the, the games where he just looked exhausted yeah. and like red faced and like old. God, he looked old. Yeah, I mean, the, here's the the positive is is my promise is that the boy boy it says a lot when I'm telling you that this is a positive. Is that I guarantee you they will be playing hockey at the end of December around New Year's, and we'll have like a shortened season, which will be you think so? so. Yeah, like this, the script, wow. the script on this is exactly the same as the NBA script, like as the lockout last year. I mean, I watch the report, like I'm watching all of this from like you know from from way up high satellite right. view, but the reporters saying that. The sides are just nowhere near it. They're going to cancel the season. Same thing the NBA reporter said. Fans, The fans are even doing the unfollow them on Twitter thing. Unfollow NHL, unfollow NHLPA. Same exact thing that happened with the, with the NBA last year. And the reason that the reporters have no clue in this is because they're, they're being fed information by either side. And neither side has anything to gain by telling them that like the truth you know they're just being used as bargaining pawns and i just i can't imagine that there's any way that the players are like okay i'd rather play in sweden for a fifth of the money (laughs) than go home and play in the state like why for what the the owners will win this and they know they're going to win it and they'll win it and that's when they have to start the season by and it was always going to be thanksgiving it like it was always going to be Thanksgiving right around the time that they started to get serious. I just I, nobody actually has information. You remember even when these deals are done, like two days before. You remember the NA, NFL one two years ago, mm-hmm. and they like everyone's when it leaks out that it's almost done. Both sides are like, "Nah, we're not even close. <laughs> we're not even cl-, because they got to fight for that one last thing. We'll have hockey. That's the positive, guys. So I this. Hope so. This entire hour aside, yeah, yeah. Um, and everything we've talked about, yeah, I'll tell you that ev- everything else that that we've talked about so far, yeah, isn't as none of it touched the most frustrating thing to me this weekend, <laughs> which was what. And you guys are going to think this is silly and it's stupid, yeah. yeah. But the Reading Phillies called a press conference to change their name from the Reading Phillies to the Reading Fightin' Phils. Did you not know this was happening? No, no, no. I knew they were changing their name. <laughs> yeah. But they're changing their name to the same thing. Yeah, but that was already... Everybody knew that, too. I didn't know that. <laughs> I was so frustrated. <laughs> oh, I was so frustrated on Saturday. I was like, all right, what's their new name going to be? What's their new name going to be? Oh, the, it was the same gonna, name with an ostrich logo. It was either going to be the Fightins or the Fightin' Phils. That, I actually, when did that come out? Like two weeks ago. I actually yeah. put... Uh, the, all I knew was that they that they were they called this big press conference, and yeah. if you got this email, yeah. you can go there and get a hot dog. And no, Meech on Twitter was threatening yeah. to sue for like two weeks. Yeah, I actually yeah. emailed Scott Hunsiger, the GM of the Reading the Fightins, and like a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, 
here's the guy that has a fightings.com. Here's his email address, <laughs> you know? And I, I, I sent Meech a note. I was like, Hey, I'm sure they'd give you like tickets or something. He's like, tickets. I want to play third base. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know you were, you were driving a hard bargain. Now, I think that I missed all of that. I love the ostrich hat, the hot dog hat, the baseball town uniforms. How about the F with a fist in it? Yeah. Did you see that? It's all cool. I want to buy all that stuff. I can't believe that was the name change. I was looking for something completely different. That was the number one thing for Chris. God, that was it for me. God bless Chris Johnson. Well, thanks for your time this morning, Lee. Yeah. Sorry yeah for, it's it's going to get more depressing from here on out. Yeah. Yep. Right, well, all we have to look forward to is the Andrew Biden bowling party. So, Hey, have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. And um, congratulations on not having to watch football on Sunday. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to, am I? I gotta work. I gotta come back from LA early. It's Monday night. The game's yeah. on Monday night. Yeah, but I still gotta come back for TV on Sunday. All right. Anyway, all right. We'll talk to you next week. Lee. Goodbye. You Love you. Okay. Every week I do that. I cut, I, I cut the music every week. <laughs>